1: not the time to get distracted and this is not the time to go off course and this is not the time to lose your focus you got a
2: word to do God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. We thank God for what the Lord is doing, what he's going to do, and how he's doing it. Amen. We truly thank God for... uh, our listeners that we heard from, and I ask for forgiveness on our books. Uh, we had a couple of errors in it. I will be getting them straight now and sending them back. Those of you that are sent will receive the right one. Amen. Uh, some way, the person that supposed to have been edited didn't do so. Amen. But we thank God. Want to say. Uh, To those of you in the metro area, we're asking you to please come and check out uh, the Kingdom of God Learning Center, amen, every Saturday at 1130, and uh, he's going to be a guest on next month, I'll tell you next week, the week that he will be the guest. And then you'll be able to ask him some questions. So have your question ready. Amen. And he'll be able to uh, tell you about what makes their fellowship different than others. Not that he's saying that uh, he's uh, perfect or better than everybody else, but he's saying he's following what the early church did and the teaching. What the early church did. A lot of people say they're doing it, but they very few are doing it. Also, I have a guest just came by temporarily. He's not gonna be with us long, but uh, I'm gonna get after I pray, give him a chance to say hello and tell you where he pastors at, a dear friend of mine's, and uh, hopefully that some of you can. Give him a call as well if you have some question, Amen. So let me go on and get ready uh, by praying. Father, in the name of Jesus yes, the Father. Christ, we thank you. We praise you. Mm. We truly honor you. I thank you for this opportunity to be able to come before your peoples and speak that which you would have me to say. And, Father, I ask you to bless those that are listening, that yes, their Father. ears of understanding <clears throat> be open. And that they would be able to go forth and receive that which you would have them to receive. God, we thank you. We praise you. We honor you in Jesus, the Christ's name I pray. Amen Amen. and amen. Well, we thank God for Pastor Hubbleby that he were, we kind of blended into the family. Uh, My granddaughter and his father-in-law was... That was his father in law and my granddaughter's granddaddy was his father in law that's mm-hmm. where I tried to see it <laughs> so uh but he passed the church there in uh Riverdale. pastor hubbbardby so glad for you to stop by you want to say something
3: well first of all, it's a pleasure uh definitely to to stop by just to be with a good friend brother Ware has been a good friend of mine for many 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 years and you know you can appreciate people who don't change who remain steadfast and he's always willing to serve the lord and encourage other people so if i don't have time for anything else certainly i've got time um just had to pass by and and meet him for something else and decided i just wanted to stop in and say hello to his people his listening audience, uh, good man. I thank God for his friendship. And um, yes, we are Pastor Church in Riverdale, Georgia, um, right there at 6810 Walker Road. If you're ever in the neighborhood, stick your head in, pray with us. Let us love on you for a minute. Amen. Um, if you want to visit us, you can visit us at southmetrobc.org. That stands for South Metropolitan Baptist Church right there in Riverdale, Georgia. And we just gonna love on you, and send you on your way to do God's work. Praise the Lord tonight.
2: Amen. Amen. We thank God for, Amen, uh, being uh, different and yet uh, a part of this. I remember uh, when I was uh, come to Christ, and back in 1975. 76, and uh, I met uh, uh, Pastor Jones. Mm. Uh, His uh, church was named New Life in Christ Baptist Church. And I never will. That church will always be dear to me because of the fact that it introduced me to Christ. Mm. And that's what sometimes we forget about, uh, where God allowed us to start and we forget about the start, and we'll get in the race, and we'll forget about how that, you know, you can say what you want to say, but the first-grade teacher is just as important as the 12th-grade teacher. Now, we don't Mm -hmm. want to accept that uh, in the world. We would much rather tell somebody I'm a 12th-grade teacher Mm -hmm. than to say, oh, I teach first-graders, but if you don't have that well, now it's kindergarten, now the mm-hmm. If you don't have those kindergarten teachers or the first grade teachers teaching you the elementary things, it'd be very difficult to find out what uh, 12th grade teachers is talking about. Mm-hmm. And that's sometimes we forget about that. And that's one thing that I thank God that the Lord, when I wrote the last book, is what grade are you in spiritual? Mm. And, uh, uh, and because I uh, was saying that, uh, I was saying that simply because of the fact some some people are in uh, the kindergarten, and they should be in kindergarten, they're trying to deal with 12th grade. <laughs> they
3: uh, haven't gone through the kindergarten uh,
2: yet. Yeah, and I'm serious. They don't know who Jesus of the Bible is. They don't know that. They look at Jesus of the Bible of being uh, this or being that, and what's happening hmm. is it caused a division. Now, I was going to, I, you heard me say, I was going to uh, preach, teach today, but the Lord, I guess it'll have to be sometime else. Uh, it would have to be a little bit later. I was going, I, and I took all day yesterday studying this, and what I was studying was that the six things the Lord hate, mm. yea, and the seven is an abomination to him. Uh, of course, a proud look, a lying tongue, hand that shed innocent blood, uh, and heart that divides and wickedness, and feet that be swift to... Uh, run to mischievous and false witness and that abomination. And the seventh one, which is an abomination before the Lord, is sowing discord among the brethren. So, so many peoples miss that sowing discord among yeah. the brethren. We forget about our job is to try to lead peoples. I'm here. To lead people into that which God have brought me into. Mm-hmm. And I'll spend most of my time uh trying to prove to somebody how right I am. It ain't about, about who proven who right and who wrong. Right. It's about proving that the word of God is right. Mm. And I have to teach the word of God on the level that God has given me. Yes. And mm-hmm. if I teach the word of God uh, on the level that God has given me, it will cause somebody to grow. It will cause somebody to have a seed planted. Mm. But if I get over there in, in your area, brother, uh, uh, pastor, and try to teach according and try to prove that I got something that you don't have and and, right. and you need to do it the way I do it. I don't know what God have dealt with you except I spend time and we reason together yep. in the Scripture. And that's why we are failing. We are not reasoning with the peoples of God. And we are condemning the peoples of God without reason. Uh, it's just that uh, I, I thought about it, and I'm going to get into the word. I'm going to probably be coming from uh, Mark since the Lord lead me another way. Uh, but I rem- over there at the funeral. You know, one thing I like about what you said, and uh, I was saying that people. I listened to all the other preachers that was doctors, and and they all had went to seminary and all this, mm-hmm. and, yeah. <laughs> and they all put the man in heaven. You know, when he died, and uh, I'm saying, wait a minute. I mean I ain't the smartest man, but I thought the Bible said that there they will be, be a general resurrection. Yeah. And I'm saying, well, if I'm put my mama, my daddy, my my my, mm. my wife and others already in heaven, what in the world do I need with a Uh, teach people about the general resurrection.
3: And the judgment day.
2: There you go. There you go. So, 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 and I I discussed it with you, and and you didn't say, oh, but brother, brother doesn't,
3: you know. And, you know, when the word, when the word speaks, it's a foolish man who does not listen to God's word. Right. It's even a foolish man who would argue God's word. Okay. God's word it stands for itself. The truth is the truth. Right. You know, what's funny is that most of the things we argue about and we, we um, you know, split churches up about. Right. Most of those things, when we really go out and do God's work, those things don't even come into play. Right. When you go in the convalescent home or the prisons or the juvenile, those things that we split hairs about. That's Those right. things don't even come into play when somebody really need our help. They don't want to hear about our opinions. They want to hear God's word, and they want to know who can get them out of their situation. Amen. A- 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 ain't but one person can do that, and that's Christ.
2: Amen, that's amen. And, and see, that is so true. That, uh, if if It's my job uh, and your job and anybody else that called to preach. Is to get them to see the word of God. I have to give them the word of God to mm. where I'm at, and, and if uh, if I go to compromising from there, even though you know that I'm I'm certain things I have are different than what you have, That's right. but it's not something that would uh, cause us to be a divided. It's just that you're saying, "Well, I'm not there yet. I right. I hear what you're saying."
3: And that and that's where you should leave it.
2: Right, right. And see, plan. and if I begin, the scripture said, teaches me in the book of Thessalonians, that I should begin to pray uh for you and begin to share the word to you. And then if you don't get it, then I back up and still pray for you. The Bible says treat, yep. don't treat, and you vice versa. You don't treat me as an enemy admonish me as a brother, and then back up and pray for me. We done lost that that zeal, and that's why the enemy has got so much sin amongst us in the churches today. I really believe that, and it's starting with the heads of the churches because we can't come together on the simplicity of the scriptures. The simple thing. The simple we are arguing yeah. about who is Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And we'll spend so much time about what Jesus is and whether he's one, whether he's three and one, whether he's the, the son, uh, whether he's hmm. this. And, 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 and listen, I believe wholeheartedly that uh, uh, your towel uh, closing. hmm because if I see a towel, they'll say you ain't see it right. I believe that, guess what? You should dress a certain way. Right, Sister ain't got no business coming into no church with no little dress on short enough for yesterday or <laughs> uh, showing yeah. half of her breast. I, I, I just don't believe that. But at the same time, I believe that sister could come in there with a dress on short if from yesterday And with half of her breast showing, but then that's when I believe the mothers Mm -hmm. of that church should begin to let her know uh, the Bible teaches you that you should dress. You are a new creature in Christ Jesus. So since we are not doing that, then we are, are condemning and running peoples that would be saved, that would be walking in righteousness, they are we are driving them away because they are not seeing it the way Brother Wes see it.
3: You know, and some of the things that we that we would practice is just good old fashioned respect. And love. And love. Right. You know, it's funny when you go, when you're getting ready to go to court, uh-huh. if you come in there and that woman's blouse is too revealing, they're gonna tell her she needs to go home and change it. Right. If if he come in and he got a hat on his head. They're going to tell them to take it off. There you go. And so it's about respect. I mean, if you can't respect anything else, you should be able to respect the place that's dedicated to the work of God. It's just simple as that. And then, you know, you shouldn't get offended. You should just say, okay, well, if that's what we need to do to respect God's house and the people around us, then let's just do that.
2: Well, Pastor, I believe here's the problem. Here's the problem. Everybody is member hungry. And since they are member hungry, and what I mean by member hungry, they want them to come and be a part of their church. So they're looking for some kind of little error in order for them to gain so they can go and say, well, you know, don't go to uh, Brother uh, Chris Hubbleby Church because, uh, you know, he teach people that they shouldn't wear Certain garments, mm-hmm. so you can come to our church and dress as you are, and in essence, that person will say, "Oh, really? Well, maybe I need to go to your church instead of going over there with him." And that's yeah. what I see well, going on.
3: Yeah, well, let's just let's just let's just go ahead and dry this car while we're in it. Okay, you know, that, that, that's a huge that's a huge problem, you know, because we're trying to please people to get people in the church uh-huh. and it, it is what it is um, a lot of people are making a lot of changes because we want those people in the church we're trying to build those numbers so what you end up with is more competition and less fellowship okay um, there's there's there and it's a problem it really is a problem because if you if you're truly trying to love people and you're trying to be there for people Uh, there's always that noise that says you need to make these changes because that's what's popular, that's what people want. And so you lose focus on the true spiritual needs of people. You start focusing on things and what people want rather than the Holy Spirit and its places of what people need. Amen, amen. And see, that's the problem right there. I
2: know, I'm not going to even call the name of the church, but I know a church... Uh, they go through the neighborhood and they take a poll. What kind of church would you want?
3: <laughs> yeah. and,
2: and and once they get the poll taken, then they come in and then they pass out flyers of saying this is what we got at this church. So they gain a lot of people. But it's about trying to do that with God. How in the world... Can I say I'm obeying God when I'm not doing what I'm convicted of? You know, if I'm convicted of doing a certain thing, shouldn't I be teaching that conviction to the others? So God put certain peoples in your life. Like Mm -hmm. I said, I believe some people are kindergarten teachers. I believe some people are elementary teachers. I believe some people are high school teachers. And, and preparing them to graduate to go into the world and to be soul winners. Mm-hmm. But if they can't uh do that, then we got a problem. And that's what I'm seeing problem. That's why the churches and things are like they are, because we can't really come back to the Bible.
3: You know, when you look at when you look at the gospels and when you look at um when you look at Paul and Peter and James and John, I I don't know how we missed this, but they didn't preach what people wanted to hear. They preached what people needed to hear. It's consistent with John, it's consistent with Paul and Peter, they did not preach what people wanted to hear, they preached what people needed to hear. And that is a problem and that's what the word tells us is that we have to be careful as ministers that we don't preach with itching ears. We don't preach what people want to hear because it's popular or it makes people feel like that's where they want to be we need to be preaching what people need to hear and what what's going to heal them what's going to make them stronger in their marriages and in their homes i can preach to you all day long there are books that teaches me how to how to how to you know bring a message and i can go and buy sermons and do series all that's good but I really need to be seeking the Holy Spirit about what my sheep need, about the things that are going on in their, in their lives, and not necessarily always what they want, but what is the Holy Spirit telling me they need? And that's, that, that's something that I have to continuously pray about. Yes, there's that all temptation of, of, of satisfying people wants and their needs, but you got to be really careful with that.
2: Amen. Amen. That, and see, that's one thing I like about Dr. Brunswick, uh, fellowship. He said that God uh, moved upon him, uh, and he opened a fellowship that the people, no more church as usual. Mm. He's saying that here's what we're doing while other people go to church, and they afraid to ask the pastor about this, about what he's teaching he have a session somewhat that you are able to ask Ask what what being taught so you don't leave from there not knowing. And then they have the fellowship like the early church did, Mm -hmm. you know, after church, they, they fellowship with natural food and they talk about the things that they heard. And, 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 and I like that, that, I mean, God told him to do it. Uh, If I would, be passionate day. I wouldn't do that. Right. I would do something totally different. I, I'm believing God. God been dealing with my heart. I will have Thursday for the women's to teach the women's. Friday for the men's and Saturday for the family. Uh, now that's where I would do it. But I will I understand. He have to be obedient yeah, to, to what God yeah. is leading him because there are peoples that really really need what he got you know and I, and, and like you said i believe that the people uh, the preachers need to allow the holy spirit to lead and guide them when god listen i i i tell people i know what matthew 5:17 uh, said that if any uh, about that Christ said, think not that I come to destroy the law, but to came to fulfill the law. The Heaven and earth shall pass away. Not one jot or one tittle shall in no while pass. Not from the law. I immediately, mm-hmm. at first I started having service on a Saturday and on a Sunday. And uh, I, I, was, I was convicted. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't condemning them. I was convicted myself that I had to follow the commandments of God. Mm. Well, I had a lot of preacher friends that I know, they started condemning me behind my back, <laughs> but they wouldn't come to me in front. Yeah, And I could tell them why I was doing what I was doing. When people have to understand, I don't care who you are, and we're going to get ready to go on the break, but uh, let me say this, when when God done put something on your heart and you can back it up with the word of God, believers, Mm -hmm. you are foolish to not to obey God because you say God called you. You You say God ordained you. So therefore, you got to do that which the Lord is calling you to do. I'm able to prove that which I'm doing according to the hope that I have within me. I'm able to prove it. I'm able to stand on it. I'm able to, if it means debate, I don't debate unless, uh, what we're going to get out of this debate. I don't want to debate you just to be right. Uh, The Lord has pricked my heart on that. I'll debate you if you're willing. If I show you scripturally that Mm -hmm. you are wrong, since you want to debate me and you want to give it up, then I'll I'll debate you don't care how long it takes because that's what the scripture called. Well, we call it debate. The Bible called it reasoning. Mm-hmm. So I'll come to reason with you if this going to cause you to come away from your error or if you think I'm in error, you give me your scripture right? and I'll uh, uh, do that. But anyway, we're finna go on break. I'll be back in a couple of minutes. God bless you.
1: Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. Please call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, welcome back, Brother Ware.
2: Well, amen. Uh, we are truly standing in the need of that blessing from the Lord, and we'd like to hear from those of you that's tuning in. Uh, We're going to get ready to get into the Word, but if you have any question or comment, you can reach us by dialing 404-355-8699. That's 404 404- uh, three five five eight six nine nine. Now um, we will be coming from Mark the fourth chapter. Uh, the reason I want to, uh, uh, but I do want to comment on what uh, Pastor Chris was saying, and and, and not to put him in a certain grade or a certain grade level or none of that. But I'm saying uh, I'll communicate with him. He's not one that turned a deaf ear. I'll minister to him, and he has to do what God is telling him until you reach that level, and I understand that. Now, um, even when it comes to certain the dress apparel, we even I talked about that, talked about how that certain peoples cannot should not come to the fellowship and uh, uh, participate in the fellowship. Uh, you know, a lot of people, they love to put people in office, and they know that that person is not ready to be put in that office and just just to keep members. And one thing about him, he took a stand, and uh, he had to go. Uh, but he took a stand, and in taking a stand, believers, what happened was, that he lost peoples because peoples don't, they want you to be, jump when they say jump. They say they don't, but he lost people. Well, this is not this not what we used to, our Baptist church, our Baptist church don't do this and don't do, well, he's saying, I'm teaching what the Bible's saying and I'm being led what the Bible is saying. So because he's doing that, uh, then some of the peoples chose not to be there. But I, I, as he said, I consider him to be one. I'm ministering to him, and we communicate with one another. Uh, but in Mark, the fifth, uh, the fourth chapter, it says, and this, and I want you to catch this right quick. Uh, it says, and the same day when the evening was come, he said unto them, let us pass over unto the other side. Okay? Let's go to the other side. Now Jesus was telling his disciples this. And this is hot off the press. This ain't something that I uh, uh, studied in like I did on the 16th Yeah, and the 7th is an abomination. Okay? So, and they, uh, and when they had sent them away, the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship and they were also with him uh, of the little ship and there arose a great storm of wind. So now when he decided to go to the other side, you can say that the devil got upset because he was going over there for a different purpose. But Jesus after teaching and out the preaching. Now listen, and, and it rose great where well was in the ship, and, and it was now for, okay, and he saw, he was in the ham part of the ship asleep on a pillar, and they awakened him and saying unto him, Master, carest thou not? That I perish. Wait a minute. They going to the other side. He done told them, "Let us go to the other side." They had the Messiah right there with them, and he in turn, he in turn saying, "Well, you mean uh, uh, they gonna wake him up and wait a minute, you ain't caring about us, uh, man. We about to drown. We get we get water in the ship. We getting in the position.'" that uh, we're about to go under. That show you, number one, they didn't believe in what he just said. He told them, let's go to the other side. They're more concerned about the situation that they were in. Now, these are his faithful disciples. Uh, I don't know what's wrong with our Mike, who seemed to be, got a little shortage or something. But anyway, let me go on. Um, and it said, and he rose now when he rose, he uh, he arose and rebuked the wind, and said unto the sea, peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calmness, and he said unto them, Why are thy so faithful faithless? Now how is it? that ye have no faith. Now, wait a minute. Now, you mean to tell me you got Jesus right there in the boat with you, and you weren't about sinking. Did they really believe that who Jesus said he could be or what he could do? Let me tell you something. Even in your life and my life, that we all say we believe God for certain things, but the truth of the matter is we don't believe God. If we believe in God, we would stand on the word of God. Believers, in order to go forward, in order to reap the benefits, you must be willing to stand on the word of God. And that's what we are not willing to do. Jesus couldn't lie. He told them, let's go to the other side. we have been to go to the other side. He said, well, since we're going to the other side, let me just go up there and go to sleep. I ain't no sense in me just frustrated and being worried and saying, how is I'm going to make it to the other side? How is I'm worrying about this? I'm worrying about that? No, 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 no. It wasn't none of that. Uh, all right. You need a question or comment, 404 He said, listen. We're going to the other side. Now the disciples getting afraid. So they wake him up. You mean to tell me, Lord, how in the world are you going to sleep? And you know all the wind and 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 the, the waves and water coming in the ship. And at the same time, you're telling me you, you, you have the nerve to be sleeping. And then he's woke after waking him up. After... He, they woke him up, and he looked at the wind. He rebuked the wind. Wind, quit blowing. And I, I don't know that he said it. The way, the way Brother Ware is it? saying it, he's saying, wind, uh, quit blowing, stop. Then he said, water, cease. And in the midst of that, it got calm. It got, everything ceased. And uh, here's, the, here's the thing. He took authority over the situation. That's my problem. That's your problem. We won't take authority over the situation, especially when Christ done told us so. And uh, in the midst of it, uh, after telling us, then we find ourselves... Uh, uh 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 doing vice versa and uh here's what I'm saying okay if the Lord done told you to do something you got to look at it on another level you cannot look at it on the level that you were looking at it and the reason you can't look at it on that level is because you got to recognize what the word of God have said. Why is we arguing and fussing about something when we automatically know that that's not right? That's, that's not right. So what I'm trying to get you to understand is this, believers. Uh, we got to stand on the Scriptures. We got to stand on the Scriptures, say what the Scriptures say, stand on it that the Lord not told you, and don't compromise. How is it that we compromise to get along with other people? We, get, we compromise and say, well, I, I, I got to help this person. I got to do this. I got to do that. No, 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 no. Stand on what the Lord done told you. If you stand on what God done told you, then, then the Lord will bring forth a change. Now, when Christ rose, when he woke up, when they woke him up, he, in turn, realized that they just didn't have no faith. A lot of times we just don't have faith in what God told us to do. So when things don't look like I think it should look, when things don't look like what you think it should look, when things ain't going the way that you think it should go, and still it them said, but he told us we was going to the other side. I'm going to stand on that. One thing about Joshua and Caleb that I liked about it, when all the other eight, all the other ten peoples brought back evil report, they saw the same thing that everybody else seen, but they reflected on what God had did for them in time past. So, if they reflected on what God had did in time past, let them begin to. They begin to say, "Yeah, I did see the." The grapes that were so the they was the clusters were so big it could take two people to carry. We saw the the uh, this and we saw that, but guess what? I know that God if God said we can have it, we're gonna possess the land. Only Joshua and Caleb began to think like the Lord had told them. This is what I'm saying to you all. We don't think like the Lord told us. We try to help God out. Or we try to be fearful because things is not looking at it like we think it should be. Because the situation ain't looking at the, the right thing. Listen, folks, I lost sleepless night trying to figure something out. I know some of you ain't you you too religious to do that. You say, Well, I that ain't me, brother. Where well, that you no, 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 no. A lot of you. The lost sleepless nights, and couldn't sleep because of the fact that you was trying to deal with the things of uh, what God had already confirmed. See, when you be confirmed with something, when when the Lord not said, okay, let, let me give you another example, a little bit close. It when, when when the Lord said, I'm gonna give you a uh, uh, a church, you don't have to compromise. You don't have to say, well, you know, we need to get us a praise team. We need to get us a, a flag team. We need to get this, and we need to get that in our church, and we need to have uh, anniversaries, and we need to celebrate this and celebrate that because we want to get uh, what God said. said so we want people to see us in it. The- no, no. If God done said it, he said it in the state that you was in. He said it in the state that when we saw when the disciples saw and they decided that they going on the other side. And Christ said let us go on the other side. He didn't say try. He didn't say maybe. He said we going on the other side. So how is it that I don't believe him? Yeah, I say, oh, I believe in. I believe in Jesus. I believe in Messiah. Oh, I believe in Yahshua. Uh, we go through all that. But in the midst of it, when the circumstances and the situation don't turn up the way that we think that it should turn up, or uh, that be some uh, uh, something a little bit different than what we think it should be, the first thing we want to do is try to help God out and say something is wrong. No, 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 no. He already had encountered that. What the disciples had should have said, Peter, James, John, somebody, should have said, wait a minute, the Messiah told us, our Lord, our Emmanuel told us that we was going to the other side, and so I don't care nothing about the storm. I don't care nothing about the wind blowing the waves. We're going to the other side. It might not look like it to y'all, But I believe him because I know that he can't lie. And because of the fact, if they had got that, then that's showing that they are faith. Now, what it is in your life, how is it in your life that God not really told you about holiness, about righteousness, about this and about that, and you're still trying to figure out how come you can't do it and why you're not doing it. And the reason you're doing this because you don't have faith in Emmanuel. Like you said, you're not showing forth that faith. Amen. If you were showing forth that faith, then you can say, well, look, I'm standing on what God told me. Nobody else might not see it. Nobody might not understand it. It might seem stupid to somebody, but I'm going to stand and that's what we're going to have to do in these last and evil days, believers, because the Bible says it's a great falling away. Yes, it's a great falling away. And they're not falling away from reading the Bible. People are going to be reading the Bible, and they're going to keep making Bibles, and they're going to keep increasing in Bibles so that they can get one that they, you can be uh, in the flesh. Connell in the flesh and read the Bible. That's why I don't read no Bible that got thus and thee and thou. Because we don't speak that way. But, and I don't understand it. Well, you don't understand it because you don't have the Holy Spirit leading and guiding you. When you have the Holy Spirit leading and guiding you, he will open up your understanding. Well, you know, I don't understand about the commandments and this and that. I thank God loved love me. Now, these same people, you tell them, well, how about me going and stealing your car? Oh, brother, how you going to say that? The Bible said thou should not steal. Well, where that came from? I thought you didn't believe in the Ten Commandments. I thought the Ten Commandments wasn't for you. But you did it. You said it. Why? Because it affected you then. What I'm trying to get you to understand today, even though, like I said, men, I, I had it, I thought it was God leading me. I thought God was leading me to talk about, uh, uh, in Proverbs, where it talks about the six things God hates. Yes, the seven is an abomination. And last night, he changed completely, Wash, wiped it out of my mind. Maybe it was to brother Ware maybe it was to Brother Ware to really examine that. So why do I need to bring it to somebody else when it's already was brought to Brother Ware? A lot of things God tried to bring to you, but you want to put it on somebody else. You want somebody else to see it. You want somebody else to get it. So therefore, we got a confused group of people. We as believers, we as uh, Christians, so-called Christian, we are so-called uh, uh, saints, we are so-called whatever you want to name yourself. But you that say you believe in Emmanuel, you that say you believe in Jesus the Christ, you are, more, you are causing more people not to come to the sheepfold than, the, oh, yes, you are. Because the word of God doesn't mean nothing to you. The word of God, you know what the scripture teach. You know what the scripture have allowed you to understand. But your understanding is not popular. That's what God done showed you is not popular. See, I could have came on here and follow my, follow through and say the devil trying to make me preach something else. Because I know I studied on this, I looked up the definition, I got my scripture and all that. Well, guess what? I would have did it, but I would have did it because I believe that's what I should do. It ain't about what I should do. It's about what the Holy Spirit, some of you today are hearing my voice. God have really spoke to you. And because things is not going as you think they should go, you refuse to continue or you will deviate in another direction. You uh, Listen to me. A lot of people uh, deviate, and that's why we got so many churches. We got so many denominations. Believers, come on now. Let's be real. God is not the author of confusion. And the stuff that we see in, and this is why uh, they, they're they trying to get rid of the dress code. Wait a minute. How are you going to get rid of the dress code when it's Scripture? How are you going to get rid of the commandments of God when it's Scripture? How you going to uh, get about uh, uh, doing holiness when it's Scripture? I mean, you live Scripture. You don't uh, just read it and repeat it. It's not doing no good. What's doing good is you submitting yourself to the will and the plan of God and saying, Lord, help me to be conformed to your word, not my thoughts, not my will. See, that's not popular. What's popular is to do what you want to do, to do what people want you to do. We got so many folks doing things in half our families. Is not converted. Yes, they're not even converted. They're not even thinking about it. And you know why? Because we chose to do it the way we want to do it. Instead of saying, I want to do what God have told me to do. If I can just do that which God have told me to do, then I'm not looking for this, I'm not looking for that. I'm believing God to receive the fruit on the other side. It doesn't matter when David became a David and begged to become the king, but David just knew that the God that he was serving is more greater than the God that the heathen was serving. So because God, but because David was a man after God's own heart, he wanted to do the things of God. Only thing I'm trying to get you to see the believers today that you need to do the same thing. You need to be willing, willing to do that which God have told you to do. I'm telling you, if there ever was a time, now is the time. Uh, uh, we, wanna, we want you to understand that uh, uh, people's going to be people. You can't change people. And, and some I know somebody said they was calling. I can't hardly see it, but they, uh, But nevertheless, my um, time running out anyway. But I, I, I need to say uh, that here's what I want you to understand. If Christ done told you to do it, then do it not according to the popularity, not according to the turmoil. It was turmoil in the ocean it was turmoil in the sea when it was going to the other side it was water was flashing every which way don't you know that Christ should have awakened and said hey what's going on fellas I believe I would have awakened if it was his concern he would have woke up and said well what's the deal how come we got so much water or he should have one of the disciples should have stood up and said wait a minute Satan, I rebuke you. The Lord Jesus said, we're going to the other side. And I'm not looking at the circumstance. But when the circumstances come and everything get haywire, then we get off course. Then we want to be different and still are holding on to what God have told you to do. I'm telling you, now is the accepting time. I do believe that some of you are going to catch faith. And some of you are going to come away from the tradition or religion and begin to say, I want to obey God according to the Word of God. That's what it's all about, believers. It's not being what Brother Ware said. It's being what the Word of God is saying. The Bible said, be ready to give every man an answer to the hope that you have within you. I do not ask people to give me an answer to a certain thing. They'll blow it away. Or somebody have said, Well, what about this? Can't you call Brother Wayne and tell him that? Oh, he won't hear you. No, 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 no. You can't judge that, believers. If you believe God told you to go to the other side, then stand on what God told you to do in spite of the raging and the wind blowing. Then you can see never a man like this spoke to the sea and the wave. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we honor you. I thank you for this opportunity to just speak a word concerning your word, God, that they may get hold to it, that they, your peoples, might catch hold and begin to walk therein and begin to be that which you would have them to be. Amen. I thank you, Lord, for this opportunity and then deal with the heart of those that you have put a vision in them and they are allowing other people to sidetrack or they're trying to follow somebody else or be as others but God deal with their heart that they should follow the word of God I thank you I praise you I honor you in Jesus the Christ's name I pray amen and amen listen we would love. Oh, yeah, uh, I did say uh, Pastor Chris that came in for a little while, a uh, friend of mine. Uh, if you want to deal with talking with him, let me give you his number. Get your pencil and paper, and you're more than happy to give him a call. Amen. Uh, his number is 678-861-4268. That's 678 678-8- Six one four two six eight, Amen. And his name is uh, Pastor Chris Hubbly. Now, to those of you in the metro area, I I ask you to call Doctor Brunswick, Brother Brunswick. Uh, go and see him. Fifteen Blaylock. He would be more than happy, and he will tell you. Matter of fact, as I say, maybe not this week coming, but the following week. We'll probably have him on, and you'll be able to ask some questions. I want to do that because I believe that he is obeying God. It might He's going to the other side. Whether somebody believe it or not, he's going to the other side like the Lord have told him. Amen. To those of you that's not in the metro area, get in touch with Brother Ware by dialing 404 293 7557. That's 44293 7557. Or visit us on the website that brotherjamesware.org. That's brother JamesWare.org. I'm looking forward to seeing you. Looking forward to hearing from you. Amen. And we'll tell you how the saints of God can get together. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problems you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you.
0: Cozy up for the holidays with 60% off everything at Banana Republic Factory, including soft sweaters, comfy pajamas, must-have gifts, and more from $9.99. Find your nearest store now, only at Banana Republic Factory. Get 50 through 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Plus, shop new doorbusters for the family, including outerwear, jeans, and our Gap logo Crew Neck sweatshirt. Find it all at Gap Factory or GapFactory.com through December 14th